Alright, welcome back to Everyday People Elite Conversations, episode 4. 4, yeah, nice. How are you getting on, Marcus? Yeah, not bad. Uh, this morning I was actually you know, contemplating, what one, is it? what one is this, fourth episode already? And then I was thinking, Christ, it's getting on a bit. Um, so no, it was good. Uh, good to get stuck in. Uh, really excited for this one because I thought it's a good way to kind of split you know, having guests on and just speak about me and Blair's opinions on you know, topics um, that are, you know, topical, should we say, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. um, but the main thing is just to give us, give you guys an insight into our opinions um, and then in terms of me and how am I doing, <laughs> to answer <laughs> the question, uh, yeah, I'm all, great. I'm all good now, um, I started my my new job ages ago um, and getting into nitty gritty stuff now, uh, starting to get, you know, clients that, you know, I've not met before, so it's building those relationships again, which is obviously the hardest part and it's the thing about personal training that people don't see, it's like they're putting their trust in you, like big time, um, so you need to have some sort of relationship because mm -hmm. if you don't have a relationship with them, then it's just not going to work. Yeah. Like, you can't, ex listen. you can't expect them to, you know, pitch up to a personal training session or, you know, or a class and like and enjoy it as much. Yeah. Uh, if they don't have some sort of, you know, connection with yeah. you or relationship as a trainer, so, um, yeah, I've been really looking forward to just getting stuck in and eventually we got there in the end. Um. So yeah, apart from that, training's going okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just getting by because uh, I got a slight injury at the moment, but. I'm uh, a little bit jealous of the boys competing in the uh, turf this weekend in London because uh, it's something that you know you were supposed to be there. Yeah, but <laughs> don't don't say that. <laughs> um, but yeah, that leads nice on to Blair. How you been doing, mate? Yeah, well, yeah, pretty much just excited for for turf at the weekend. To be honest, I think the boys are feeling pretty good. Mm -hmm. I think we're feeling ready. So. We'll see. We'll see what the outcomes are. You know the there's some, worst, there's the some pretty stacked is. teams <laughs> out there. So the worst bit is, I'm still in the group chat with all boys. And I can <laughs> see how like g'd up they're getting at the moment. And I'm just like, oh. it's, it's days like today where like the the chat's just going off and everyone's talking tactics. It gets it gets me excited. <laughs> so I can only imagine the formal you're experiencing. That's okay. <laughs> no, I'll be there next year. <laughs> Touch wood. We say that every year. Yeah, we say that every year. <laughs> nah, nice, sweet. Well, yeah, let's get stuck into some of today's topics so we thought it would be kind of useful or beneficial we kind of we, we thought we'll keep it cyclical we'll keep it seasonal and like talk about things that are probably relevant right now so obviously these are fairly related to health and fitness right because that's probably what we have the most right to be speaking about <laughs> but um, obviously with some of the and the guests so far they've also been in that kind of area but we do plan on getting a broader range we're just as we said before starting starting close to home so starting humble <laughs> start, yeah starting close to home and starting humble but yeah for now i think today what we want to speak about the first kind of main topic is just the idea because it's now what the end of june last day of june today i could i mean what i think technically first of july is actually officially the start of summer that yeah, well, that's the thing. I was thinking about this today because obviously the weather, you know, the, you know, I was trying to sleep last night and it's, it's like so 10 o'clock and it's light coming through the blinds. I was like, you could probably say it's summer now, couldn't you? Yeah, like, we're yeah. we're in summer. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So we thought it would be useful to talk about um, all these kind of things that you see going on. Probably most people have already started this if they're doing it, but the whole like 6, 8, 12 week shreds or challenges or transformations that 
that you see going around this time of year and we thought we'd just kind of give our take on it uh, and yeah to see what see what we come up with as I said and Blair said it's it's opinion based it's literally it's like no hard feelings we're not like you know you know what's coming yeah (laughs) we're not like you know digging people out it's just opinion based and really giving our insight into the pros and the cons yeah there's not many pros but anyway (laughs) (laughs) but yeah so let's get stuck in 6, 8, week 12 shred Um, what What are they? yeah what are they? so they're very intensive um, programs that people do in the lead up to a holiday you know most most likely yeah it could be a holiday it could be uh, a wedding I was going to say a funeral there (laughs) 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 I don't know you know it's shredded for this funeral bro (laughs) um yeah, so it's events. It's you know big events that you want to look good for. Um, why? Why do people do it? What, what do you think, Boz? I, well, I mean, I think you've kind of hit, you kind of said it there between the lines, right? Like people will do it, and like I've de- I'm sure you've done it as well. Mm-hmm. Like before, we're in, and even now, like I probably still will make a conscious effort to try and get a little bit leaner <laughs> if I'm going to go away on holiday, just because, like I don't know. Pe- I, I'm gonna go on a I'm gonna go on a tangent that's here, okay, but like yeah. the, I get I get clients and stuff or like potential clients and people that I'm speaking to that oh it's probably vain but I want to look a little bit better and I'm always like fuck that it's not vain looking good and you feeling good about how you look is like that's opposite that's, that's confidence for yourself that's you being comfortable in your skin and you feeling good and then probably gonna mean you have a better not just time on holiday but better life mm-hmm. after that as well because you feel better and like the skin and the body that you're in. So I think people do it and I would do it and I you know, do try and lean up before I go on holiday for that reason as well, to feel like extra sort of confident and comfortable in, in what I'm doing. So yeah, that's what I think people yeah, do. Yeah, so like for me, obviously it's very similar to you, but I do think, I think people do do it in order to get to that, you know, the end goal. And they, mm-hmm. they do achieve the end goal, let's be honest. Like there's very few times where they don't achieve um, that end goal of six pack or you know for girls you know maybe a bigger bum or whatever it is <laughs> you know they do achieve it the thing is is it sustainable you know I personally don't I don't think it is um, why so you go through 12 weeks okay you put your body through without we're not gonna make it boring or scientific like this is the hard facts like you put your body through so much you know what's the word um, I think it's just more like it's super restricted that's it super restricted so you go through that period of restrictive eating um, everything okay really high intensive training in the gym and then you know no wonder you need to go for a holiday after that <laughs> you know me and Blair were saying like your body will literally be crying out for a holiday after <laughs> 6, 8, 12 weeks whatever it may be um, and then you come back after you know <laughs> having breakfast you know vodka for breakfast whatever yeah. it is like Bully and Mary's I don't, whatever you do Ibiza living up living the high life and then you hit a like a, a stagnant time should you say of like right I've got a week to two weeks now what am I doing these weeks to two weeks post holiday yeah, once you get back you know yeah. you, you just hit a wall and you're like I can't be arsed doing that because you've, you've, you've hit the pinnacle you've hit you've you know, hit it's, your goal it's, you've hit your goal so what's the next one and the next one probably might be a year later of mm-hmm. hitting the same goal you hit you know at the start of that 12 weeks so 
it's all about you know and Blair's it's funny, I think like I've interrupted you that's right <laughs> no no Blair's going to touch on it I think I think it's funny because and this is from personal experience and from just speaking to clients and things like that and I'm sure you've had the same thing well the goal never changes the goal is always to look good feel good like you know on a daily basis yeah. generally be comfortable in your skin and feel happy with how you look that never changes year round but then people have a certain extra motivation to get after it before they go on holiday but then it's like you say it's like they achieve they maybe get to a point they're really happy with they go on holiday and they come back and they feel a bit shit because they've kind of ruined a wee bit of progress and the the kind of bounce back ability of coming straight back into it isn't there because the goal is now gone and the end point is finished and it kind of was it reminded me of the a bit in a book called atomic habits um that i'm reading right now i actually get all my clients to read this book because it's that good but one thing he talks about is <clears throat> you've got kind of two two kinds of habits or two kind of goals like outcome focused goals or outcome focused habits and then identity focused habits and identity focused goals and I think the 12, 8, 6 week, whatever it is, shreds and diets are very much fixated on what's the outcome I want. Like I want to be the, like look the best, get the leanest I've ever got or whatever it is in six, eight weeks time. But the problem with that is that, you know, it only leads you to that point that you want to achieve and afterwards there's nothing left. And then if you haven't actually changed the kind of fundamental behaviors and your kind of fundamental and this is going to set i always say this it sounds wo- way like woo woo and hippie-ish which is like totally not our vibe but there's definitely truth in it to think that well if you you need to start identifying yourself as someone who is in shape year round not just in shape for a holiday yeah do you know what i mean so if you can start working on the inner values first of okay what what would someone who is in shape year round do year round that i'm not doing well they probably wouldn't do an extreme diet, go on holiday, and then do fuck all for two weeks or three or a month. You know what I mean? Yeah. They'd probably just keep their general good habits up that maybe, well, in fact, definitely is not as intensive as what you've done pre-holiday, but it's easier to manage you around. Yeah, and the reason the, you get results from these short-term um, programs is because it's so intensive. And the people that look good all year round it's not as intensive, although the training looks, you know, intensive. You know, you could. I get a lot of when I was healthy training. Like you get a lot of backhanded comments saying, "Oh, like you're obsessed with the gym." Like I'm not obsessed with the gym, mate. I'm just consistent. <laughs> you know, I'm just, I consistently carry out the same process day in day out, and I know that I can recover from that better than you know the person probably saying it to you. Yeah, because I have consistently done that over. That's just years. Two, five years, yeah. I've done that consistently over five years, and I've not done that twelve week program where it's so intense that my body's just getting to the it's getting to the end point. Like it's like filling your car with fuel just for enough to get to that end point, yeah. But nothing after, yeah. So then it's going to be like, right, well, I need a bit more to get to that yeah. next point. Yeah. And what is that next point for someone that's done the goals? They don't know yeah. because they've got to their end goal. They're happy with where they got to, but then it's kind of a yeah. It's, like it's, a, the, it's the after yeah so that aftermath is just yeah. not really sustainable and it's interesting because like you've, as we've kind of alluded like these things definitely work right like if you mm-hmm. if you're I don't know like I'm trying to think of an example where maybe it would be acceptable to do this like let's say maybe it is a wedding right and like the, the one because the wedding is probably probably well, should, probably, probably, sh- probably should be a pretty important day or if not the <laughs> most important day of your life right so like it's probably one of those things where you do want to probably feel and look as good as you possibly can 
So in, the, in that circumstance, then yeah, maybe it is worth pushing it a little bit harder in order to get to that point. Um, but definitely, while we're on the topic, again, a tangent, <laughs> I'd probably say you probably want to hit that point where you're happy two weeks before your wedding mm-hmm. so that then actually the two weeks in the build-up you can actually fucking enjoy or you just have that or you just have run down being happy <laughs> yeah and you just get yeah. run down if you don't but anyway yeah i think maybe that's like the one circumstance where it like could be okay but i think that the kind of our general views on it are i suppose so far pretty much that they they do work obviously but they're maybe just a bit too restrictive and just not because they're so focused on such a short period of time there's no longevity built into it and they're all like the ones i've seen anyway they're designed in a way that's going to get you the results the quickest which is why they are and there's nothing wrong with that yeah like let's be honest like we're not we're not out here to say they're really bad like we're not saying they're bad it's just got a lot of cons to it yeah and misconceptions like yeah we don't want people falling into that trap of being like it's it's just not i keep relating back to the word sustainable it's just not like yeah I think it's, it's like fact. it's like if we were to do a pros list, the pros would be it works and it's fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The cons would be you'll probably end up doing it every year, but then you go through that full cycle of getting in a really good shape where you're happy and then kind of fucking it off mm-hmm. for a while. I have a client who he 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 came to me and he said something along the lines, obviously paraphrasing, of like, oh yeah, from January to June, I always do really well and I get in really good shape and. You know, I'm really happy with how I feel really good really strong really fit and like I feel good about how I look and then from July to December it's a shit show <laughs> and I'm mm-hmm. like how many times have you done that like, that's probably been about the past five years mm-hmm. I'm like fuck like imagine going through that cycle I was like what 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 is stopping you just continuing that on and then you know this is probably the same for a lot of people and it just came down to the fact that it's like it's because it's so intensive for those that first half of the year it's like barely trying to be you know not maybe trying to be sociable but really cutting down on certain foods certain drinks and just like training probably too much for what that person actually wanted to train for and then all of a sudden gets to the point where the holiday's finished or whatever and it's like right release i can do what i want now and then you start doing all the things you enjoy which in this case probably isn't the the grueling training that you were forcing yourself to do so then you revert back yeah so um Following on from Blair, I have a client as well, and he came to me and he said, I want to lose some weight, um, I want to get back in the gym and just follow a structure, that's the main thing. I said, mm. first thing mate, let's be honest, Like, if you want to lose weight, it's not going to be like a 12 week thing, let's get that out of our head, because I always revert back to this 12 week thing, because it is it's really relatable at the moment especially mm-hmm. at this time of year so people if you get into people's heads or anyone's heads that it's just not something that you would carry out for 12 weeks it's more a it's a pro, I say a, it's a project it's not a program it's a, like a project we're on we're on a, yeah, like yeah, a journey yeah. where to be honest I want you to get to the stage where you don't require me anymore Yeah. because um, I want to actually coach you on what to do in the gym so you understand why you're doing it so you know what benefit it has etc mm-hmm. etc et so he came to me and it was all about changing his mindset from let's go on the scales if we want to but let's not get scared by it and let's get into the feeling of feeling good before mm-hmm. you know being so obsessed with what's on the scales because yeah, yeah, yeah. we have a tendency to focus on stats like <laughs> it's like anyone's job you always think oh you always, well, I always think like 
he's he's on probably a lot of money, but it's not the first thing that you probably ask him, is it? Let's be yeah, honest. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So with you can relate that back to the scales. You always think like he's probably quite heavy, but it's not the first thing you ask him, is it? Yeah. Like you always want them to make f- some people feel good before yeah. they are obsessed with the stats or the actual kind of equation. I don't know. That's my kind of take on it, but. Yeah, it's oh, all yeah, about feeling sure. good in the moment, and then the weight will come. It will yeah. drop off. Yeah, because it's not, it's not a short term project. These yeah. things are long term, and it's yeah. all. It comes back to Blair's point of when he read Atomic Habits, and he's reading it again because it's it's a book that you can like, you can read once, maybe not absorb everything, then yeah, come yeah, back yeah, and absorb, yeah. have a different mindset or approach in it because you yeah. would have changed as a person. Yeah, for sure. It all comes down to identity. You want to be that guy that says right. I've trained four times this week. I've trained hard for four times this week. I can afford to do that on the weekend. Yeah. You don't want to be that guy that says, I feel really guilty. I trained seven times this week. <laughs> done, you know, really poor sessions. It's like, what do you want? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think one of the points that he makes in that book that's just, and it like, everyone will have heard it before, but it's like, oh, what would, what would the person I want to be do? And like he, he used an example of like and I don't know if it's a true story or not. I think he just said it was his friend, so it's probably not a true story. But like there was no reference in the book. But it, the the premise is still makes sense. Where he's like, oh yeah, his friend lost like I don't know a hundred pounds or something. Let's say because all she did was say, oh, what would a healthy person do? So instead of her making the decision, she's like, right, would a healthy person um, drive to work or would they walk to work today? Would a healthy person go to McDonald's for lunch today or would they go and you know buy a few things and have it have it prepped ready mm-hmm. and like just making small decisions like that and that's the kind of key to the whole a lot of the stuff he talks about in the book is like it's not it's not looking at one decision as an individual entity it's looking at what the end, the where, end, what, the end of the day or the end of the week and end of the month whatever the time scale is where do the decisions lie in favour of do they lie in favour of you becoming that person or not mm-hmm and it's like I think when people do these six week things every decision is in favour mm. of becoming that person but it's almost like it, it, then, it then reminds me of that book Subtle Art of Giving a Fuck oh the, where he the says, orange one yeah the yeah. orange one where he's like you only have so many fucks to give yeah so he says like if you so if you think of it in this sense like you only have so many times that you can say yes to things that are going to push you forward or likewise say no to things that are going to hold you back mm-hmm. and eventually you're going to you're going to go the other way mm-hmm. I remember the um I, someone told me a story one time that I always think about it's like if you have biscuits in the cupboard mm-hmm. there's only a certain number of times you're going to walk past that cupboard and say nah I'm not having it eventually like alright fuck it yeah, yeah you'll give it you know they're in there yeah exactly and you're, you're subconsciously like oh I shouldn't be doing this I shouldn't be yeah, doing this and then you can probably walk past it and be like nah I'm good like mm-hmm. maybe maybe 50 times but and, if, they, if they're still there one day you'll go I'm fucking having them. Well, that's the thing. Like, <laughs> I'm, I don't want to go off a tangent again, but it's just another relatable example that people might kind of relate to or be or draw parallels, should we say? Mm-hmm. So I had another client that I've been with him six months now. So good relationship. Um, end of the day, it was changing his mindset from you know wanting to lose weight to feeling good again, mm-hmm. but also moving well and not letting age really be a factor and then we got to a stage where we're feeling good we've lost weight our habits are actually better so we've actively you know we're not I say to all my clients don't actively be obsessed with food unless we really have to like 
we should not have to be obsessed with food to the point where you know we're stressing over having a bit of chocolate like let's be honest if you're doing that then we're in, we're in trouble here mm-hmm. um he came to me recently and talked to it like a a green like a health cleansingized drink shite and then i was like right okay I, and i just let him speak to me about it and it's the fact that he actually didn't know what this gave him he's like all, all i know is it makes me lose weight i'm like well how <laughs> like, how does this make you lose weight and I said the disadvantage is straight I was like you do know we're going to train and you're going to come and you're going to like when you get to the end you're going to feel absolutely shit like you're going to be Marcus I'm done mate like you're going to need some sort of energy reserve in you know to use because this 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 diet just won't work for you yeah. so long story short is he keeps putting it off and <laughs> off and off because he's scared because he knows how tough it's going to be yeah. to just drink juice for like I think it's seven days and so, if you think seven days are going to fucking change anything you're on another planet I'm going to blow your mind I've done, I've done that right I've done it okay. for seven days right <laughs> I remember um, it was oh fuck I can't remember when how old I was this, is this the, is, this must be the same thing it it's probably seven, is it probably is he was like is. mate it's seven days and I don't want to say I, I know what it's called but I don't want to say the guy's name right, so okay, no that's fine we'll keep it like that we'll just call it the green I've said in my notes here the green, green juice, juice diet client but it was I can't, fuck I must have been like I don't know maybe 20 20 or something it was one of the summers I was off of uni back home Yeah. and my mum was like oh I'm going to do this thing and this was back when I had no fucking clue about anything right like well, cl- clearly yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like oh fuck it I'll do it with you like I was I was, I was quite intrigued because I was like what you don't eat for seven days you just drink these juices I was like but I'm quite intrigued and then so anyway I'd done it and I think the premise for it was like you lose seven some seven pounds or something across the week yeah. um, and I, I can't even remember if I did lose whatever what I, I definitely would have lost weight let's face it but mm-hmm. I, I can't remember the specifics um and do you know what it was weird it wasn't that difficult to do in terms of like the first day the first couple of days were hard but then after that you kind of you're alright but it just comes full circle with what we were saying before it's like what's the fucking point in well, doing it what happens at day 8 well do you know I'll tell you exactly what happened <laughs> we had a huge fucking fry up <laughs> literally on day 7 me and, I remember going to the going to Tesco my mum were like have a bit of that bit of this bit of that yeah. and then like waited and then the next morning it's like the fucking floodgates open so <laughs> you're lying in bed staring at the ceiling going wait till it's midnight <laughs> what have I just done but that's the thing though. it just comes back in full circle doesn't it like yeah. I know in my head like most things seven days will not change like yeah, let's be honest exactly, like exactly. you can take that with anything seven days will make you a better teacher seven days will make you a better brickie mm. do you know like these things take time yeah and it's you can go we're not talking about diets here but we're talking about like just everything everything like systems that you put in place take time yeah so you can't expect like and the people that want these um quick returns the you're not wrong to not you know to want them like everyone wants a quick return i want a quick return from having a conversation with my mum yeah you know i want to get her i want to make her get to the point instead of you know (laughs) <laughs> beating around the bush it's like, it's like right how much do you want me to give you or like you know it's like how much do I owe you that kind of thing we all want quick returns it's just you know tying it back in to what is related to us so for mm-hmm. me and Blair it's our fitness 
Mm. We know that we need to turn up at least five to six times a week in order to, you know, progress for us. Progress, you know? That it may be something different for someone else. They might need to read a book a week to just function. And yeah, it it comes full circle, doesn't it? Yeah, I think 100%. And yeah, I suppose just on that topic, I remember you said just, you know, like instead of getting obsessed with the stats, just focus on being like a don't focus on food religiously Mm -hmm. just just like deal with it and you you know you people people know how to eat healthier and i think this is another thing is like whenever you do go on these really restrictive you know programs or or diets or whatever it is right it's like you do feel like you have to cut everything out and it's like instead of then getting to the point where it's like all or nothing which is what probably uh, probably 100 percent of clients come to me can relate to the fact that they are either all in or they're nothing. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, I always use the same example. I'm like, well, there's all or nothing. That's like having a family sized chocolate bar or having no chocolate bar. I'm like, why don't you just have like a fucking regular size one mm-hmm. or a Freddo? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's a bit, then you get a bit of both. And it's like some people are like, oh, but I have that and then I have to eat the whole thing. I was like, no, you fucking don't. No, you don't. Yeah. You're an adult. You can make your own decisions. And I think when you bring awareness to things like that sometimes, and then sometimes it's in a case of like, you never want to make someone feel silly and feel like small. But I think in that case, when you say it to someone like that, just spell out, and you just be like, mate, like you don't need that. Like you can just stop after one. They're like, oh shit, yeah, I can. <laughs> like, and it's like it goes back to that identity. If you're telling yourself you're someone mm-hmm. who will finish a whole massive chocolate bar, a whole bag of biscuits, or whatever it is, then you probably will. <laughs> but if you tell yourself that you're the person who well, is able to just have a couple and leave it then you probably will mm-hmm. and yeah so that yeah that identity thing I've come across it quite a lot recently and it, it's quite sad because I like see I kind of see through it so the bit the example is so people go I used to do that I used to do that in mm. the past it's like yeah I know you used to that but where are you now <laughs> do you know what I mean like it's all fine well saying yeah I've done that um, I used to be able to do that. I'm like, well, you can't do it now. So let's fix the now and not yeah. stop worrying about what you've done. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's relatable to most things, but yeah. in me and Blair's kind of side of work, you could say like, um, I won't name it, his name, but he was like, I, oh, I used to be fit, and it's like, well, mate, you're not fit anymore. It's like, <laughs> let, let's get to the stage where we we are fit, and then yeah. we can start having conversations, draw comparisons of yeah. like where we were and then we can see like right we're 20 seconds off that time where we were yeah. let's try and narrow the gap and get two, two to three seconds off yeah. you know um, people beat them up and they beat themselves up in these situations though because like more often than not people will compare I find this in, in clients they will compare themselves to them when they were like at their best in terms of mm-hmm. maybe they were fresh out of you know fresh out of school or fresh out of uni whichever one where they're it they're finally got some like routine in their life um and they're able to like look after themselves really well they don't have a family they don't have kids they've got a bit of money in their pocket for the first time do you know what i mean like and then like they've got so much time to then look after themselves and like and obviously it's not applied to everyone but do you know what i mean like people are in this situation where or even some people it might have been when they were at uni they had this time to go and train and look after themselves and eat really well and all this stuff but now they're in a place where their job is they probably have a lot more responsibility in their job because they're they're now they've been in that set career for five to ten years do you know they've progressed which is obviously a good thing they maybe have a wife they maybe have a husband or a wife maybe have kids partner, yeah. a partner 
like kids to look after maybe they're even to the extent of their parents and are getting old they're having to look after them so, so it's so like, like your as well. yeah your responsibilities have massively increased and it's like for you to compare yourself to you then is is a completely unfair comparison and you being like your optimum situation now might not be that but that doesn't matter because you probably don't need to be that and ultimately you probably don't want that <laughs> you probably just want to feel good <laughs> yeah well that's the thing and you relate it back to you know the start of the conversation like the people doing the 12 week in a year's time they're going to compare themselves to what they were like last yeah, year yeah. like let's be honest that's the only thing you're going to compare yourself to yeah um, and then, then if you don't get a lower weight or you don't oh, get better then you're like fuck I failed <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh I didn't get to where I wanted to uh, there's always next year yeah. I'll, do, I'll do the same thing yeah. next year so then now what to kind of move this on then a little bit what would what would you say and we'll talk we'll both really put our opinions in the hat mm-hmm. what would you say to do if we more specifically focus on instead of these sort of challenges if somebody is in the position where they're like do you know what I do want to get fitter healthier and as a byproduct lose a little bit of weight like where do they start um so first of all like i wouldn't completely shut off anything so if you're used to doing the 12 week eight week whatever it is do not shut it off completely because it's like saying us to a smoker you're not allowed to smoke another fag again after taking their last draw of a fag like for them they will go an utter meltdown (laughs) and it will actually probably deteriorate them yeah so it's the same thing for like a person with, on the program, um, like a fat loss program, whatever it is. Don't take it off completely. Keep certain aspects because mm. they have to be strict during that period. So they've obviously got some self control. Mm-hmm. It's about maintaining that self control throughout the longer time period. Yeah. So maybe let's sustain that for twenty five weeks or twenty six weeks, which is half the year instead yeah. of twelve. Yeah. Let's double that and see how we get on. Can we control the controllables? Yeah. Okay. So, can we control how much we eat for that, you know, period of time? Mm-hmm. Big thing as well is, can we control it in the times of year when no one's watching, no one cares about you, and yeah, you're not yeah, going yeah. on holiday? Yeah. Like yeah. that is for me. That's the big tester. So, for like personal trainers as well, like the most quietest time of year people say is like Christmas time, because obviously they've got other responsibilities they've not got any holidays to go on to and yeah, they're like yeah. oh what's the point I'll get, I'll just get in good shape for summer in summertime it's like well it's a bit too late by then <laughs> um, so yeah to answer your question the things that I would do I mean luckily I've always been you know I've never been fat or overweight should we say um, but the things that I have always been aware of is make sure I'm eating three meals a day <laughs> it mm. sounds silly but like you have to eat I say food is fuel Mm -hmm. it sounds really boring and like but it is like if you do not feel yourself like because I speak I spoke to my sister the other day and I was like so what have you had for dinner Uh, sorry what have you had for food today she's like nothing (laughs) and I'm like like that's just not it's just not healthy like our body is designed to eat like we have to eat whether that's three times a day whether that's five times a day you have to eat Um, so yeah the biggest thing I would say is stay consistent with what you're eating throughout the day Um mix it up as well don't feel like oh I have to have the same breakfast every day like mix it up don't get to the stage because I mean we all get bored of like I went through a stage of eating um, porridge every day with like uh, berries and you know the same thing it's literally the same process I went down the stairs and I was carrying out (laughs) the same process every day 
I got bored of it I changed it up yeah you know you'll, you'll always come back to probably what you what you liked and what you thought went well for you but yeah, um, yeah that's probably my biggest one stay consistent throughout your days because that's what I do I stay consistent I always eat my breakfast yeah for yeah. me breakfast is the big one for me <laughs> the big one <laughs> yeah I think it's interesting it's like obviously there's so many different ways that you can go about it but I think you kind of the general premise of what you're saying is the nail on the head it's like just whatever you're doing you need to think of it in a consistent mindset and a long term mindset and I know it's like everyone fucking says it and it's cliche but it's like could you st- could you still be doing this in a year's time <laughs> and it's like well if the answer is no then why are you doing it like unless you're you are in like don't be wrong to be fair with clients sometimes um i do what's called like inter- intermittent calorie restriction icr which is like right we're gonna do two weeks and it's gonna be shite right like you're it's gonna be really low like if it was let's say an average like maintenance calories is three thousand, just for easy maths here <clears throat> then i'll say that person may have been diet like maybe they've been at maintenance or they've been dieting on like i don't know 2500 calories let's say for ICR, I might be like, right, we're gonna fuck shit up. We're gonna go down to like 17, 1800 for two weeks and you're just gonna fucking live with it. Because, yeah, exactly. Like you, you get to the point where you you set their expectations of this is gonna be rough, but we know we're only doing it for two weeks. And then we have a week where we're back at 3000 calories, we're at maintenance. We would never ever do this for more than a two week period. Yeah. But it's like, we understand it. So we're doing this in waves of three weeks. So we're in two restricted, one maintenance. But we're going to repeat that three weeks, seven times, or however many. And times. the end you know goal I mean? is obviously to lose a bit of timber. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then obviously, depending on who the client is and what they're, if they're doing performance-based stuff alongside that, that probably wouldn't be the approach you want to take because it would probably hinder what they're doing in the gym too much. But ultimately, the point there, I suppose, is there's so many different ways you can go about it, but you should just be consistent in what you're doing and have the, have the mindset of can I see myself continuing to do something like this over the long term? Because if not, then you probably will just revert back to the old ways. And I think for someone who's really stuck as to like, oh, should I, should I get a meal plan? Should I count my calories? Like how, how do I work this kind of stuff out when it comes to nutrition? I'm always like, just focus on being like a little bit better. And you could do what I said that woman in the book does. Like literally just when you, when you're faced with the decision of what should you eat, just think what would, uh, what would a healthier version of me do? What would like a, or the picture, the picture of yourself that you want to have when you see in the mirror, think what would that person have? Mm-hmm. And instead of having the family size chocolate bar, they'd probably have a Freddo. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's, and it's all like, it comes like, it's all fine well having like the build up to an occasion, like we, we said at the start, like that might be a wedding or whatever. For some clients, for me, it's like building up to like a race, building up yeah. to a comp, like the build up will be different post uh, in terms to post comp post um, race like it yeah. will be different it's not going to be the same you're going to treat certain things differently you're going to train differently you're going to act differently um, the way you maybe exercise the way you eat the way you sleep but it's all about being consistent mm-hmm. like with the systems that you put in place whether that's regulating keeping an eye on your sleep whether that's keeping an eye on what you eat um, on a Friday night because you know that on a Saturday and a Sunday you're probably not going to eat as well mm-hmm. you know um, can I we don't want to you know dwell too much into like diet 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 but like calories wise you know I me and Blair at a stage that we can look at a package or like a sandwich package or that and we kind of roughly know like that's probably not great yeah, we, yeah, yeah. or we know like does that have any nutritional benefit 
Mm-hmm. And it's people say, oh, it's a sad way to think because you're not enjoying yourself. Well, no, it's actually a good way to think because you're allowing yourself for to have more fun or more leeway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When you when you want to have those socialising um, periods, mm-hmm. whether that be on a weekend, whether that be on a holiday, you you're actually giving guilty. yourself more room for error. Yeah. You know? Yeah, exactly. And then you never feel guilty for doing something like that. Mm-hmm. Because that's probably what maybe I would imagine what a lot of people would feel like is that they get to the point where they just feel a bit guilty for themselves because they have made poor decisions, mm-hmm. decisions that they they didn't want to make and things like that. So, like I definitely like I say to my clients and anyone asking me about nutrition, like I'm not a nutritionist, I can only advise. But mm-hmm. the big thing I say to them is get used to knowing what's in what. Like yeah, get yeah, used yeah, to yeah. calories. There, it is good to know because then you're not obsessed. Mm-hmm. It, like. It is very hard to detach yourself from it when that when you get to that point. But once you detach yourself, you're like, well, I kind of know what I'm eating now. Yeah, Rough, yeah. you know, most people that are clued up with what they eat, put in their body, they know what they're eating, yeah. like calorie wise. So yeah. they like, don't have to be obsessed. Nah, for sure. And like, you know, even that, now at this point, it's it's probably relatively rare that I'll really focus on tracking calories yeah same like, with me if I'm, if I'm trying to specifically get a little bit leaner I normally do because like I'm also the kind of person that like I like data and like seeing things like that I like tracking things but I know some people just hate it but like most of the year I'm not really tracking anything and the, I always say this to my clients as well it's like you, you can think of it as like a spectrum when it comes to nutrition in terms of how, how you can set it up for yourself and structure it if one end of the spectrum you have to be more rigid I think like if you, if you come into this with no real knowledge of calories of like just general what you maybe should be eating how much you should be eating and like that kind of stuff then probably have it starting off more rigid is not a bad idea for you and in that case maybe you could get a meal plan off someone and make sure that it's you know that you are following it but that if if it's a decent meal plan they'll probably have included you know plenty of other things that you probably wouldn't have expected to be in there and then from there if you shift over a little bit it's like okay now there's no longer a meal plan but here's a list of 10 dinners you, you just pick one and pick one that suits what you've done that day some of them might be higher carb higher protein lower fat some of them might be a different different way around and you get a little bit better and then you have more freedom and you start tracking your own calories and completely making your own decisions around food but you're operating within these boundaries and then the other end of the scale is just complete like intuition but you only get to that other end of the scale if you've gone through that process maybe not necessarily starting off on a meal plan but if you've gone through the process of tracking and understanding yeah, things it's just understanding and learning like it's James learning. Smith makes a really good point about intuitive eating where he just says the way like, if you've never tracked calories you have been intuitively eating but it's just fucked you over because yeah. you're fat or because you're well, not you're well, not happy with how you look like, so you need to relearn how to do it in a way that's going to support where you want to get like James Smith for those that don't know is a online PT he's quite brutal with the way he <laughs> but he like, makes very very good points but he does make very good points and you kind of you do have to take a lot of stuff he breaks it down very well with a pinch of salt yeah. however because it does not apply to everyone the way he but <laughs> It, I mean, you look you look at some of the stuff, strip it back, and you go right. The bare bones of what he's actually trying to say do make sense. Yeah, I think I think his book, to be fair, I've read both of them. His not a diet book is very applicable mm-hmm. to what we've spoken about today. Yeah. That's another one that I would recommend reading. Oh. Well, in terms of books, like uh, Blair's read Atomic Habits, um, and it's helped him massively for his clients as well. Mm-hmm. Well, you could probably touch upon it more than me because you've yeah. read it, but we were having a conversation before we came uh, on the pod and said that 
the Atomic Habits, the book, it just helps build good habits for yourself, but also understands <coughs> maybe the habits that you didn't know about mm-hmm. that people actually have and understanding it might be harder than it seems on paper. So what are the ways or methods going about it to help someone break down that habit to mm. turn it into a good habit? Yeah. Because remember, not all habits are good habits. Some are bad. Yeah, 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 yeah for sure. And I think, like, we could do a whole episode on that. Yeah, we could do a whole episode on that. <laughs> so, we'll, we're, yeah, maybe we will one day. Yeah. People can let us know if they give us some feedback if they want to have a whole episode on habits. I find it super interesting, like, how we as people like without even knowing will develop habits because that's that's something he talks about and then he talks about how you can when you identify a bad habit or a habit you don't want and how you can replace it but it's super interesting mm-hmm. as to how how he talks about the psychology behind going around going about actually doing that well let's be honest we're not going to get stuck into that now because no, that's no, just going to no, open no, no. another bombshell oh yeah for sure um, but yeah hopefully we've covered everything today have you got anything else to add Blas, I suppose let's do a quick summary then because we've been off a lot of tangents. So summary wise. Useful tangents. No, useful tangents. <laughs> useful tangents for it's sure. It's relatable. That's yeah, the main yeah. thing we tried to make That's up. what we want. I think that's what we want though in this podcast as well, right? Is like we want to just make it a conversation, not necessarily have questions that we're going to ask each other. Just make it Topic very conversational. Curious. And then naturally we will go off on tangents. So summary wise, I suppose for today, we've we've covered our views on the six, eight, twelve week shreds or diets or programs or whatever they want you want to call them and why maybe we think they're not they're maybe not the most sustainable things going forward but there maybe is occasions where they're they're going to be useful for you and we've established that they definitely work but they're just they work for the purpose of the eight weeks or whatever the time frame is they don't necessarily most of the time work long term and then in terms of what we would do instead is just focus like literally the opposite focus on the long term and focus on like right well instead of trying to get to this point in three months time what have i tried to get to this point in a year's time and then okay it, t- it takes triple the amount of quadruple the amount of time but you probably would make more progress than that by the end of the year yeah. anyway and then it comes back to the identity and it's more enjoyable yeah, it's more and you've enjoyable. actually made changes that you can probably then sustain and you never really have to go through a restricted period like that ever period like that ever again mm-hmm. so yeah um, yeah, I think, that's, uh, I think we've covered most things. Like Blair said, it like we're trying to have a conversation, try and like connect with you guys that are listening. Um, and by the way, we don't pause this, so it's <laughs> we <laughs> yeah, don't yeah. edit it, we don't pause it. It's literally what you hear is what you get. Yeah. Um, so yeah, hopefully we covered everything, and look forward to hearing what's up next yeah, week for sure. And also, while we're here, because I forgot to do this every other episode, make sure if you like the podcast subscribe to it mm-hmm. and then you'd be a fucking legend if you share it on your story yeah, well we're all new to this stuff we forget to do all the promotion <laughs> all stuff the we, we keep thinking it's like the currently all... currently the downloads are looking pretty healthy but the subscribers aren't so <laughs> <laughs> we are the subscribers yeah, yeah, yeah. we are like 80% of the subscribers now so it'd be good if we get a few more of those but yeah as always if, there, and if there's topics and stuff you want us to cover just give us a shout but sweet well yeah you can reach us on Instagram um, we both have our uh, accounts obviously linked mm-hmm. uh, so yeah fire us any guests that you want to hear come on because we are probably happy to kind of get yeah. them on because you get a gist of what the podcast is about now mm-hmm. um, but yeah hopefully that covered everything nice alright see you later <laughs>